0: Robert Affalter, and welcome back to the Robert Affalter Show for Thursday, October 29th of 2020. Let's talk about politics a little bit more today. I was looking at Biden's plan, and I'm not sure that we can really call it a plan, but he says he has a plan. And I looked at it, and it was saying that what we have to do is stimulate the demand side of our economy, because demand is down because people are out of work. And therefore, to stimulate demand, what he wants to do is infrastructure projects and have more government employees doing things. He's got programs that he's going to come up with. And basically, it's a rerun of what Obama said when it was the Obama Biden ticket. So the consistent thing here is we're going back to the same programs that they claimed they were going to put in place the last time we elected him. And just color me skeptical. And what I discovered, or or seem to have discovered, is they really didn't have a plan. I didn't see any infrastructure really get improved. And maybe somebody can uh, click on the message and update me, but I didn't see a whole lot of things happen. What I saw was a lot of windmills. We did get some windmills. But in the eight years that they were in power, did they fix all the infrastructure? Apparently not, because now he's saying they want to go back and fix our crumbling roads and bridges. And I agree that needs to be fixed, but somehow we haven't gotten that through Congress yet. And who is to blame? Well, I think it goes right to Obama and Biden. Because they, they campaigned on that back when they had both sides of Congress, when they first got in. They had both the House and the Senate. And instead of going right after infrastructure and creating jobs like we put them in there to do, they went after health care instead. Instead of going in there and taking care of uh, immigration, like they could have done, they went for health care instead. And now they want to come back and take care of things that they should have done during the eight years they were in there. And they didn't get anything accomplished except health care. Now, let's look at the record. Let's look at Obama and uh, Bush, I guess. And I think, who else did I see? Several presidents have said that they were gonna recognize Jerusalem as the capital of Israel and move the, our embassy, the US embassy to Jerusalem. Trump did it, Obama failed to do it. So Obama and Biden on that score weren't trustworthy. What about on the economy? Obama had no idea. He said, or at least publicly, he had no idea. He said, what's Trump going to do? Wave a magic wand and the economy is going to get better? Well, what Trump did was he started courting manufacturing to come back. Instead of trying to drive him out of the country, which seemed to be the case during the Obama years, he tried to get him to come back. And the result was a lot more government spending than what I would have been comfortable with. But he did get them to start to come back. And what did we see? We saw unemployment driven down to the lowest level that we've ever seen. In fact, a level that some economists had never dreamed we could have. And what was happening to wages? Wages were starting to come up because employers were fighting over employees. And instead of looking at forcing employers to pay more, they were gladly paying more because they had to pay more to get the employees And when that happens, you're actually creating an economy that can grow and and is sustainable. Because when you have wages going up that way, you can actually increase the cost of the goods that you're selling and make this more sustainable. Whereas if you simply force a minimum wage on people, it may or may not be helpful for any given organization so I'm in favor of a more free market kind of capitalism rather than forcing minimum wages on people. but the real kicker on this is the economy's different now than it was back in two thousand and eight two thousand and eight we did need to stimulate we did need to get a demand going but right now it was and it was because we'd lost our stock market and housing had gone into a slump but right now what's causing our Unemployment isn't because employers have laid off. It's because the government told the employers to shut down. So we don't need government programs. How can you have a government program when you're telling everybody they can't go to work? You can't have a government. You can't improve infrastructure when you're telling all your workers that they got to stay home. The problem isn't that you need an infrastructure stimulus. The problem is that you just told everybody to stay home. So you got to let everybody get back to work. And as soon as you let everybody get back to work, (laughs) We'll see an improvement in the economy. So Biden's going to have a tough time selling that one because he's told everybody that what he would do is shut it down even more. Well, that's not going to improve the situation. So what's he really trying to tell us? Is he just going to create a government payroll forever? Is that the plan? And... I guess that brings me to the next thing I wanna talk about is the universal basic income. And I don't think Biden really has the vision to accept that, I'd like Trump to think about it. It's a big plan and Trump likes big ideas. A universal basic income of something substantial, not just a pittance where you get $500 a month or something silly, Something substantial where it really helps people and increase taxes. And I'm in, personally in favor of a flat rate. So, what would be a good flat rate tax we'd all be willing to pay that would take care of our payroll taxes and help us support a universal basic income plus everything else that we want? What would that percentage have to be? And I don't know, but I suspect maybe. 35 to 40% depending upon what the universal basic income amount is. So the idea I'd like to talk about, I'd like to get a discussion about is what would a good universal basic income be and then not have to pay tax on it and then have pay a flat rate on the rest of your income. So no matter whether you made a dollar or 50 million dollars or billions of dollars you'd know that you're going to pay that flat-rate tax on it. So that you'd know that your taxes aren't going to come up just because you made more money. And that's something I'd like to see us have a discussion about anyway. Because we could then do away with a lot of government programs. We could do away with unemployment insurance. We could do away with Social Security. We could do do away with minimum wage. Think about how that would streamline our government if we just said, well, we're just going to create this one check and everybody's going to get this check. And then we're going to tax you on a flat rate on the rest of what you make. And we're not going to require, at least in my, my thinking, in my mind, we're not going to require any payroll taxes. So your employer's not going to match your payroll tax anymore. We're just going to have a flat rate and all of us are going to pay the same flat rate. What would happen? I think it might be the best thing to stimulate the economy that we ever did. We'd be taking money primarily from the top, especially if you had this fairly large universal basic income that's not taxed. And the rich would get that too, so it's absolutely fair. And we're just paying a percentage. And I've talked about this in another episode, but if your percentage was 30% and uh, you got a $20,000 universal basic income, then you take, if I'm doing this right, 20,000 and divided by, in other words, you have to have about three times that amount or around $60,000. A third of that would be your $20,000 so that that's your break even. At $60,000, you're paying back what you were given. Anything more than that though, the government's coming out a little bit ahead. Now, I don't know what the numbers would have to be. I'm not an economist. But what if we started looking at something like that and figured out what the numbers would have to be so we could all take a vote on it? I think it might be something that would actually stimulate the economy. It would be forward thinking in that in the future, we're gonna have to be more and more and more productive. And there are gonna be some jobs that are gonna go away and other jobs created, but this would give people a way to have an income And cushion the blow as they go between job to job, or especially right now with the COVID crisis, it would help people that can't work right now. So it's a great time to start thinking about something like that because we're already kind of being forced into it. But right now what we're doing is we're doing it through unemployment insurance and still doing it through the employer. What if we broke our thinking about the employers doing everything for us and started thinking about doing this for each other as a government. Bonding together as citizens and supporting each other through our government. So it's a little bit more government control than I'm used to. I'm usually all about the uh, fair market and everybody doing things as individuals, but I do recognize that there is a use for government and we all need to Think about how we can get together and get things done and support each other. And I like this idea of universal basic income the more I've thought about it, because it does do away with several other government programs. It supports the elderly the same way it supports the youth. And uh, I think it's something we really need to think about. So those are my thoughts about uh the Biden-Trump campaign. I don't think Biden is really going to have the vision to embrace something like this. I'm hoping Trump might. And when I look at Biden's proposal, it's the same proposal that they had when it was Obama-Biden back in 2008. And yet the cause of our unemployment and the cause of our economic problems today are much different than they were in 2008. In fact, the recent uh, report on GDP, um, shows that we're up like 30% so far in this third quarter. It was 7% um, quarter. 7% increase, I think, was the number. But annualized would be, I think it was 33%. So things are already bouncing back. And imagine if we just let states like Washington State, where our governors told us we still can't fully go back to work, imagine when we can just take the gloves off and and say, okay, get back to work. I don't think we'd need any stimulus. What we got to do is just t- take the government's hand off of things. But while the government is still protecting us from COVID, we need to do some things to protect the people that can't go back to work because our government's told them they can't. And universal basic income might be a way to do that. All right, that's going to be my talk for today. Robert Affalter signing off, hoping you're having a wonderful life.